Hello and welcome to the Find Fitness Podcast, a podcast by me, Brennan Lurden, a humble personal trainer and his opinions on the fitness industry. So we have a guest today, but not just a, another PT. What we do have is one of my clients, a client of around 18 months. In this episode, me and Paige discussed her barriers that she had at the start, how shy she was in regards to the training. We covered how we used to just kind of stick her in the studio of the gym to get her into training to where she's now, where she's absolutely loving everything she does. This was quite a weird recording because me and Paige actually live on the same street. So we actually live about four doors down. So it was weird recording knowing that someone about four doors down is recording as well. So yeah, anyone that's sat on the fence or unsure about training with me or does not know what it's like, Paige has given absolutely fantastic insight. So I can't wait for you all to give it a listen. But before I swing it to the interview with Brendan and Paige, as always, don't be rude. If you listen to this, please give this a screenshot. Review it on every type of podcast streaming that you're using, any of the platforms that you've got. Spread the word as well. So as always, I always said, I do think this is one of those podcasts where that will help somebody. If this podcast just helps one person, that's mine and Paige's mission accomplished there. So now I'm going to flip it to Brendan and Paige. Hello and welcome to episode 30 of the Fine Fitness Podcast. And it's been a while. So my last client hot seat that we had was with Shannon, but that was more about in the big news that she started as a staff member of mine. And then we had episode 17, I think it was, with Emily's story. We've got a, a new client hot seat today. So this client, I asked her the other day to do this, and I was very surprised at how buzzing she was to do it. Because I've honestly thought about this client from day one of doing it. Um, like the moment I started doing the podcast, and the moment I started having guests, the moment I started having client guests, but I did not think this person was up to it. And I just mentioned it in a PT the other day. And she literally bit me hand off it. I've never known someone be so excited to do it. And that client is Paige. So Paige, how are you doing? Not too bad. So why did you want to do this so much today then? I don't know. I think it's just obviously listening to the other guys doing it. I was like, ooh, I want to go. <laughs> yeah, because you literally was like, I'll, I'll fucking do it. I'll do it. Yeah. I mean, so Paige now is one of the OG clients of mine now. So she's the she's in the, there's like a five or six group of people that right after lockdown one which we will talk about today a little bit. Um, kind of like, I got like five or six clients that I've still got to this day all joined at the same time, but you're all kind of, that all this, there's no one long-serving client now, it's like a whole group of them. So if I can try and knock off all of these sort of clients, that'd be brilliant. And the reason why I wanted Paige on today is because she's had a fitness journey, what isn't seemed as a typical PT journey. It's always fat loss, fat loss, fat loss, fat loss. And at the time of recording, we actually uh, released our progress pictures. She's had tons and tons of progress pictures sent to me in the past. Um, but I was like, right, this now we're doing it. it. It's ready now. Do you know what I mean? Like we've, we could have pulled that trigger, so to say, and it's not the end of the world if we did release photos early. Um, but we will talk about the weight gain that she's had, the side effects of that, how she feels about herself now. Um, and what we will start with in particular is the start of our fitness journey together. So my first question really to you today, Paige, is... Why did you sign up with me? Why did you think at that point in August 2020 that you needed a coach at that point? I think it's obviously, well, me and my partner, Rob, were regular gym goers at this point anyway, but was very much, we'd kind of just go do like 
10 minutes on a treadmill, 10 minutes on a bike, and then just sort of circuit our way around the stuff upstairs. But never really had like a set routine or like goals or anything like that. And just would yeah, just go and do the same thing and then never really got any results out of it. Yeah. And then we we both started very much getting into watching like the CrossFit games and stuff like that. So watching all those men and women doing sick stuff like that, I was just like, oh, that's cool. Then you start looking at like the physiques and stuff and seeing muscly buff women. And I'm like, Ooh, I like that actually because you don't obviously like as a female unless you're watching stuff like that you don't really have many people to look up to that are like that yeah obviously started seeing those and I was like oh maybe I'd actually quite like to get into that side of stuff and then obviously me and Rob did like a trial session with you was it the November no, no, I actually forgot about that, yeah. I'm thinking about oh. that. Yeah, because I nearly died after five minutes on the road and I had to go outside for 10 minutes because I was nearly puking my guts up. You've just opened up a memory, Mum. Yeah, that was <laughs> the first time, was it? So, yeah, no, so I, just when I started at Pjordium, wasn't it? Yeah, so yeah. just to get my name about, I started doing three sessions and you do, I did what every PT does when they join a new gym, and that's follow every fucker that follows the Pjordium Hull account and Paige being one of them. But Paige took out to me because... She shared all these gym things, but we never fucking saw her. Who is this mysterious page woman? Do you know what I mean? So, Elusive. Yeah, like your stories were always fitness, 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 fitness. And this is at a time where you was training middays or you should have been training middays. Yeah. So I remember like October that year, I just called you out going, hang on, you shared all this fitness shit, but where the fuck are you? You're all talking. <laughs> do you know what I mean? And then, yes, he did the trial session and the, the terms that he did that trial session was Rob came along as well. Um, do you want to talk about that session, actually? That's a nice little start there, because it was a fucking disaster, wasn't it? <laughs> Very much. Yeah, so we're seeing, we started off with a little warm-up on the rower thing, and then we are just like... And then we went on to doing... What were we doing? I think we were doing sumo deadlifts. Yeah. And I was like, I'm going to have to go outside. And I was sat outside for, like, 10 minutes, trying not to either pass out or throw up on the path. <laughs> then came back in. Actually managed to finish it. Finished the session. You did? And then I remember as me and Rob were leaving, he was like, I'll be back in a minute. Ran upstairs and was like sick. Yes, yeah, so I've never had anyone be sick in a session. And then I had two out of two. <laughs> and this is me starting my career. I was like, oh, fucking hell, maybe I'm not well for this. Like, like, oh God, it was it was quite a hot though. Because I remember you sat outside, like laid on the floor, weren't you? Um, Just in like a t-shirt and joggers, yeah. yeah. And little did we know that like a year and a half later, you'd be fucking PT in that exact <laughs> spot as well. Like it, it's weird how it comes around like that. Yeah. So obviously that was what, November 2020? No, it wasn't. It was 2019. 2019. Yeah, so between November 2019 and August 2020, there's quite a large gap there. So I called you out for your fitness or not lack of fitness, but your, your clear desire and passion for fitness, but mm. you're not actually going ahead with it. That yeah. was not October that time. Obviously, you were sick in a PT session or a trial PT session. Um, so what, between that time and April 2020, before the gyms actually closed then, what was you doing in that gap kind of there? Because, again, I didn't see you again until at the end of lockdown one. Yeah, because obviously just after our trial session, I started my new job, which was then obviously working nights, which I'm still on now. And I think I was still very much like it took me a good six months to actually fully adjust to that routine. Yeah. So I think I was struggling with that quite a bit. And then the times I was going to the gym, it was at like two o'clock in the morning because I was still on that sleep schedule. So it was all just a bit up in the air. 
really, I think. And do you think, like, do you remember the first time you went to the gym as well? Yeah, because me and Rob both sat on a bike and we were like, right, how's it work? <laughs> and did you enjoy that at all, or...? It was nice to get into it because we'd spoken about it for a while without getting started on it. Because obviously, like, we've been watching like CrossFit Games and stuff like that. So, yeah, we both were very excited to get into it. And like within the first few months, we were going like three, four times a week. But again, like I said, we were just doing that ten minutes of one cardio equipment, ten minutes of another cardio equipment, and then doing the same stuff upstairs all the time. So it did get a bit boring after a while. But... I, I want to say this isn't part of the podcast or anything like that, but. And I, I think Rob will listen to this, won't he? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'll so make him. Is, if you don't mind me saying, Rob is in really good shape. Oh, in yeah. really good shape. But fucking, if you tell him that, I bet he doesn't see it. Do you know what I mean? I just oh, no. No, he doesn't. I'm going to use this one avenue that I've got now to communicate <laughs> with him now. Rob's in really good shape, and he is quite strong as well. And you do see him yeah. training. He trains his ass off. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so he used to... Would you say that he dragged you in the gym then to get you in? I think, like, during the beginning, we were both very excited to go and do it like together yeah. but then it did get to a point where it was like oh I'm going to the gym you're coming up like mm, maybe and then he'd be like come on and then yeah so it, yeah it did get to a point where I felt like I've been dragged sometimes but it was for my own good really and I'm going to roll back the clocks a little bit in regards to your fitness journey so fuck sort of PT in or being an adult like we talked about this in sessions in the past but what what was your experience prior to your adult life in regards to sort of training, nutrition, that type of stuff as well? Well, when I was a lot younger, like I used to do dance and then I was doing cheerleading and then I did gymnastics for about eight years, I think it was. And trampolining and all sorts. So was very active when I was younger, but never really found anything that like stuck with me. Yeah. Or, or like kept my interest for very long. Um, other than that, yeah, apart from just going to the gym, I think I did. I think I did one class at PR gym, and again, nearly died in it. And nearly, Rob was like, "You're right," and I was like, "No, I don't like it." So never did a class again until obviously. When was that? When was that? When did you do that? Oh, it was before I was with you. <laughs> I was going to say you've done classes since been with me, haven't you? Yeah, yeah. No, I did a I did a body turn class. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, no, for this, I don't like it. <laughs> So obviously you mentioned your gymnastics and your cheerleading and, and your stuff like that. Uh, did you, at what point did that become a, instead of doing it like to try it out and be like a habit, at what point do you think you started to enjoy training? Would you say like really start to enjoy training? I think obviously, as with anything, when you start to progress and start to learn new things and like when you notice that you're able to do other things in the classes that people can't do and stuff like that and you're like, hey, I can do it. But yeah. not like without rubbing it in people's faces. Yeah, I think it's just that progression yeah. and seeing that you're actually going somewhere with it, really. And have you got any examples of that happening? Like, have you nailing an exercise for the first time or like that general sort of that massive buzz as well? I think obviously being in the gym at the minute, especially with my rack pulls. Yeah. Like every time I get there, I'm proper buzzing and I'll go to work that night and I'm like, oh, I've got my rack full PB up. And there's a couple of people at work that, like, I constantly talk to about the gym. And they're like, oh, sick. Which is obviously getting the reaction of other people as well. Yeah. It's real rewarding as well. What is your goal by the end of the year for your rack pulls? Get to 100k. I'm not too far off. But I haven't done them in a while. 
I think you're going to get it done by your favourite season, would it be in Halloween? I think you're going to... Spooky season. Yeah, exactly. I think you're going to get it done way before that. Yeah, so the goals is going to be like a question further down, but whilst we talk about yeah. rack goals, would you say that's your favourite exercise as well then? Oh, yeah, 100%. So, again, I think it's obviously... It gives me that chance to be like... Not that I don't feel strong in other areas, but it's that one area that I'm like, I feel proper strong in. Because like, I remember when we started... I remember you put a story up that was like, oh, right for her weight in three weeks. Yeah. And I was like, seeing that, I was like, ooh. And now I'm at like 82 and a half, I think. And what did you weigh in three weeks in? Like 50 kilos. Not even, I think about 48, wasn't it? 48, 49. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I only know that because of the post last night. I wasn't yeah. realise. <laughs> but yeah, so... Um, we're going to sort of go forward a little bit regards to your journey. It's obviously your gymnastics, your cheer. Had the trial session with me, new sort of adaptation. And then the world fucking ended in March 2020. Um, at this point in life, I, I can't remember any conversations with you, to be honest. Because mm. I used to always message you on Instagram, just ask how you are and stuff like that. Because um, similar to myself, and I hope you don't mind me saying this, but you do suffer with your mental health at times as well. Yeah. And I have yeah. seen that with you in the past. And that's why I... I kind of took it upon myself to essentially bother this stranger. You know what I mean? I did, didn't I? Do you know while? <laughs> but that did slow down a little bit while lockdown one, purely because I was fucking struggling. Like, I didn't know where I yeah, was. Yeah, everyone help. was at that point, weren't they, really? So. But was you was you being active, obviously, because at that point, you've got about 400 people in your house. Do you know what I mean? So, like, mm. what was training like in lockdown one? So this is pre-fine fitness, this is pre-anything, really. So what was you like in lockdown one? Lockdown one working out was pretty much existent. I think I did a couple in the garden because it was actually quite nice weather, wasn't it, during yeah, it was, that yeah. down. But again, with me still working the entire way through it and working nights, four nights a week in a supermarket, being busy as hell putting stock out from panic buyers and picking everyone's orders and stuff like that, I was just exhausted. Yeah. Like, like mentally and physically just drained from doing it all. So obviously I was the only person in my house working so I was going to work, they were all chilling out watching TV and stuff. I was coming home in the morning, they were just getting up. Then I'd be sleeping all day during the nice weather. And yeah, I think I was just, yeah, mentally and physically just exhausted. Like I just didn't have the mental capacity to go out and do workouts in the garden and stuff at that point. So pretty much non-existent during lockdown one. But I think Rob still tried to get me to just move around a little bit. But we did go on quite a lot of walks when we were so obviously we were still living at the old house at that point yeah it was a real nice walk up around down the into Hazel and back round so yeah on, my, on days off we'd go and do that and that was about like seven thousand steps worth of walking so that was nice to get out and enjoy some of the sun but yeah actual training wise pretty much non-existent and do you remember when you because I don't like do you remember when you first approached me at the end the back end of lockdown one then because Day one of lockdown one, uh, the, day, the day one of the gym's reopening, it was pretty established that your mm -hmm. first session was coming. Like, it was the first week back I had your first yeah. official PT session. So we clearly must have talked when the gyms were shut. Like, can you remember much of that conversation there then? I can't, actually, but I can imagine it was something of a, like, for me, it was like, right, gyms are opening back up again. Need to sort of kick my butt back in into order so I think obviously that was the point that I was like right I'm not I don't feel like I'll probably be able to get very far on my own yeah so obviously 
like we'd been talking and stuff in the past used yeah. that as a right well I already, I'm already basically mates with him so might as well approach you about it and why why do you think that you wouldn't have been able to do it on your own when the gym's reopened then I just obviously it's that accountability that having someone there to yeah keep you accountable for your actions and making sure you're getting in and training and yeah I think just I would have struggled doing it on my own because I don't really have I didn't have that sort of discipline at the time so because yeah I remember when you first started just to get you in the gym outside of PT sessions it was was anxious beast sessions yeah it was yeah the the anxious (laughs) beast yeah so um I had to create a plan for for Paige and this was pre being allowed to do classes which was brilliant for you because the gym has this big fucking studio space that they can't use anymore so I created what we know now as the anxious bean sessions which was (laughs) Our full programme was based on the barbells, the, the, the plasticky, colourful ones, dumbbells and kettlebells in the little four-by-four four boxes in the in the, in the the studio space. It meant that nobody was anywhere near you. It meant that you could stay in one spot for the full hour and you used them sessions, didn't you? Like, yeah, like, yeah. Oh, these are all, all these memories going back to me now. And what was that like there? Because obviously you were quite limited in regards to what you were doing because... Hmm. Your biggest barrier then was getting to the gym. So if I'm yeah. if I can just fucking stick her in a corner for an hour, we can eventually build it up. And then in PT sessions, if you start walking around the gym, she'll yeah. then eventually come around the gym on her own as well. Yeah. So yeah, because obviously, even when we were doing those, I'd I'd make Rob come to the gym with me. Yeah. And then and then he'd go off and do something else, and I'd be off in the studio on my own. But I think just knowing that he was somewhere in the building still kept me kind of calm and yeah. gave me that sense of, right, well, there's someone here that I know anyway, so I'm all right. But it was still that getting in on my own that was the barrier at that point. Yeah. So even just doing those anxious being sessions was getting me into the gym, which was obviously a start. What I'd say your goal is, and I hope you don't mind me saying, is the weight game. So it was... You gave that first that first kilo was quick, wasn't it? So you started with me on it. <laughs> officially 48 kilos at five foot nine are you? Eight nine-ish, yeah. Yeah, you, you're tall lady, aren't you? So yeah. 48 kilos at your weight, like your height, do you know what I mean? It's something that you've probably wear of all your life, but you you've got very low body fat, do you know what I mean? You are you actually are quite a skinny person. And that was one of the biggest things. It wasn't one of the biggest things, sorry, when you first came in. It was just just get her to enjoy training. And at what point do you think we started emphasising the kind of let's pack some muscle on? Because it, that wasn't why you joined me. Like, mm-hmm. we said that on day one, you would have run away, I feel. Do you, do you, do you have an idea of when, you, we, when we both decided together, right, let's pack some muscle on? I think it's obviously when I did start enjoying to get in on my own and, yeah. and lifting those weights and stuff, like, and then seeing the progress of putting muscle on, like when I was younger, the thought of even putting like a pound on, like terrified me. Yeah. I was like, the thought of putting any weight on, regardless of whether it was muscle or fat, I was just like, nope, don't like it. <laughs> yeah. Go away. Put it in a closet, shut the door. But that's because you've all been taught that heavy is wet yeah. you know, all the time. Yeah. But then I remember you wanted a PB or something around just before lockdown too. And I said to you, look, we're going to have to put some weight on you then. If you want to yeah. get, it probably was a rack pull, no new, but probably. it was probably like a 60 kg rack pull. And I was like, Paige, you're at 48 kilos. Like, we need, we need to get heavier. 
you know yeah. what I mean? Like you're you're only going to be so limited. And then at that point, you didn't push back. You've never really ever pushed back on any things I've said. Probably because you're too nice of a person at times. Granted, I do think you can be a push. You're too nice almost to some people. Um, but I don't think from day one. This is why we've worked so well. Is you've rarely ever not answered back because that I'm not a fucking teacher with kids at students. I mean, you're adults and the day. But you've never really questioned what I've recommended you. You've pretty much gone and done it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Unless you were scared to do it, and then we'd do it together, or you do it with yeah. Mark, and we'd do it eventually. Yeah. And that's why I think you have been so success, successful. Um, so what was the? So what's your sort of current weight now? What we're sitting at currently? And the last time we were, I was about fifty-eight. Yeah. So close to sixty. What we so say? close. We got up and then it went back down again, and now it's just like, eh, it's close. Yeah, so um, let's talk about your, your nutrition, by the way. So I think your nutrition is brilliant. Like, you're on quite a decent amount of calories uh, when you do have calories. Obviously, I just set a guideline for you. So yeah. for anyone listening to this that thinks they need their PT to give them calories, uh, Paige, how many times have you tracked my fitness pal since you started with me? Like twice. Yeah, exactly. And so, I was like, no, don't like it, nothing. Yeah, straight away, second checking. Ah, I don't like this. I was like, that's fine, yeah. don't worry about it. So what we focused on with Paige is getting three decent sized meals in and because beige pays like to bake some fucking baked goods as well that's typically a day of yours isn't it i just feed you them as well yeah so um it's been hard like i remember when i <laughs> of my own coach actually yeah it was brilliant I, I feel guilty now a little bit more than i still enjoy it don't get me wrong i will eat it still i've never turned food away from you have i ever no. Like I've always accepted your food as well. That was actually ironic because my next question was, what would you say is a favourite meal of yours as well? Not so much a meal, but knowing me, it's got to be pancakes on it. Yes. The oh, pancake yeah. queen cannot say pancakes to <laughs> her favourite food. So yeah, pancake day last week. How many day, How many meals of pancakes did you have? Two. <laughs> well, that's lame for you. You had a three but I was at work on the Monday night into the Tuesday morning, so I made pancakes at like three o'clock in the morning at work for everyone at work. Yeah. And then I made pancakes for me and Rob later on. So. And what's your favourite topping for you? What's the, the one, if you could pick one <sighs> topping, what's it going to be? Probably like a load of sweaty cream and then some raspberries and stuff on top. That's quite low-key, I think, for you. I was expecting That's some... Or just a shitload of golden syrup. I'm old school, lemon, lemon and sugar. Obviously, my See, I, I have lemon and sugar on the thin ones. I make the thick ones. Yeah. I'll like, this question, thick or thin. Yeah, like the American ones, the fluffy American ones. One, they're easier to flip. <laughs> I have less disasters with the, with the thick ones. So all I had was the microwave ones this year, so I, I might need to get on that as well. Uh, mm. We have gone off time just like this, so um, we've talked about your start of your journey. We talked about starting weight and gaining weight. And then something happened, lockdown two happened. And I'm not sure if I've told you this before, but no, this was for lockdown three, but we'll come into that in a second. Um, I'll, I'll say it now kind of thing. So when lockdown three happened, I wrote a list out of clients that I I didn't think were going to love outdoor sessions because I don't think you loved outdoor sessions for lockdown two, did you? Well, I had to run off to Costa in the first one, didn't I? I had to go and throw yeah. up everywhere. <laughs> So yes, yeah, so lockdown two was obviously that fucking three week one. So we we just got you three sessions outside. Out of them three, your first one, you eventually had to run to the toilet, didn't you? So it wasn't a good start. And because of that, 
So I wrote down a couple of clients, lockdown three. When lockdown three announcements happened, Brendan cried as usual, as he always does on lockdown announcement evening. Um, but then what I did this time, man, was, right, let's prepare. Let's see who I'm expecting to either have a break or leave. Um, I called it my red list. You were on my red list purely because of how much you didn't like it in lockdown two. Yeah. Um, so what was training like in lockdown two? So the difference between lockdown two and one is you're now, you're part of the green team at this point. So lockdown one, you was alone, obviously with your family, but you wasn't in any sort of fitness community. Lockdown two, you was with the green team. So we just started establishing the whole Facebook group shit, didn't we, at this point? This is yeah. when really started booming, I say. So what was that like compared to the first lockdown? Oh, so like you said, it's, it's having that community of other people that are in exactly the same boat as you. Yeah. So, like, you're seeing these posts in the Facebook group. Did we have group chats at this point? I don't think we did, did we? No, not yet. No. So even just having, like, the posts in the Facebook group, people being like, oh, I went for this walk today. Oh, I did this workout outside and stuff. It gives you that boost to go and do it as well because you're like, oh, well, I'm in the same boat, so I might as well go and do it as well. Yeah. So, again, it's, it's just, like, it, like I said before, it's having that accountability. It's like if other people are doing it, realistically, I should be doing it as well. Yeah. So, yeah. I think lockdown two, it was the true start of the community side of things for us a lot. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't think without lockdown two, lockdown two, I don't think the Facebook group exists today. Or it might exist in a different entity, i.e. Mm. East Accountability Group. Do you remember that? I do. Yeah, so it used to just purely meals. It used to be meals, meals, meals. It was you and Cheryl, you and Cheryl, you and Cheryl. That was pretty much it. Me uh, posting pancakes five times a week. Yeah, it was. I remember <laughs> of your hand like, in a window, sorry, with some pancakes. <laughs> But yes, yeah, so I don't think without lockdown too, I don't think you two, you lot are as close-knit. I don't think I've recognised the power in the community side of things. At that point, we started having people doing like montages of people training, like the massive like quick Zoom stuff. We had uh, Harry and Izzy in particular were kind of leading from the front with that one, really, particularly in lockdown too. Um, and then that ended, was back in the gym for a month, <laughs> where you got to deadlift for the first ever time. So... Yes. What was then? What was that month? Do you remember what that December was like then? Because we, we, us two in particular, we were like, we're gonna go back in again, aren't we? Like, we were yeah, here, we? yeah. We yeah. we'd called it from like day one, getting back in the gym. We we're like, yeah, it's not gonna last very long. It felt dirty being back in, didn't it? I was like, we're gonna yeah. be back in January, and obviously it was right in the end. And it was that getting back in the gym and getting some sort of normality back knowing that there's no point to it really because you're just going to be back out again so it's like any progress that you are making doing deadlifts and stuff that's that's why like I enjoyed doing the deadlifts at that point but I couldn't yeah. really properly get into them because I was like I'm not gonna have a chance to do them again for a while because I'm not gonna be able to <laughs> go in the gym and do them I remember um so lockdown three announcements um I did for some reason I just rounded it uh, like sets of heavy hip thrusts that day I don't love, I don't do it for us much, but that day. Just that did him because you could. Yeah, the last day of exercise <laughs> in a gym for the next, we didn't know how long our free was going to be, but I was like, fuck it, I'm going to do some pitch exercises, do some hip as well. So let's talk about lockdown free or before lockdown free. So January the 1st, 2021. Can you remember any big changes in fine fitness on that day in particular? You tested me now. On January the 1st, as you may remember, was the start of the team challenge stuff. Oh, yeah. 2021. So. For anyone that doesn't know how I run things, all my clients were signed to teams. Harry Potter's the best way to explain it. Like, you all get signed to, like, points. January 1st, 2021, four days later, we're in lockdown three. And fucking hell, that community just got so much stronger this time around, didn't it? 
it was yeah. insane. So you're talking five, six, seven posts a day at that point. And Paige, and this is why I wanted Paige on today, Paige from day one, all the community stuff has, has really led into it, which surprised me at the start because you were one of my quieter clients. You was very much a see you next week client. And what I mean by yeah. see you next week client is them clients that you just see in the hour, obviously you've two shots training the gym on your own. All right, I'll see you next Thursday, Paige. And that was it. And yeah. then we start the team challenge and then you come out of nowhere. Like, I'm like, hello. All these people. <laughs> like what made you in your mind sort of click, God, you know what? Let's make the most of this now. Because you went from being a quiet client to being top three loudest clients. So what, what changed in your head for that? I think obviously with introducing the teams and the challenges and stuff, it was that almost competitive side yeah. that came out. And obviously you're not at that point, you're not just doing it for yourself, you're doing it for your team. So you feel like if you don't go and do something, you're letting your team down, not just yourself. Yeah. I bet people listen to this like, what the fuck is this kind of thing? But it is it sounds scary and it is scary, but it 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 works, like it works so well. And I remember when I first announced it, you were like, well, I'm not sure about this, Brendan. Like Harry I'm Potter cool. in real life. Yeah, I put you both as soon as I put you in WhatsApp chat, you want more? You're like, yeah, it's <laughs> you got clients side to each other based on what team <laughs> I'm assigned you to. It was brilliant. And it was like it, football rivalry. Yeah, and like it got a bit nasty, didn't it, every now and then? But but yeah, like and at that point, everyone's steps were like fucking 50,000 a day and stuff like that. I remember me personally, I got a 60,000 step day one point in lockdown there, three, which is ridiculous. Yeah, she wouldn't stop going on about you. We're like, look at this. And we were all shut up. <laughs> Yeah, I did a week of 300,000 steps in one week. Um, it's ruined my average now, though. Do you know when I'm looking back from this time last year? Like, I'm nowhere all the way down. Um, so, yeah, like, you went from being quite a client to being the client in regards to helping the other girls. And what? how do you feel when you do that? Like, do you, do you, do you recognise that when you do help other clients yourself? Not all the time, but obviously it's that knowing I was in the same position when I started and obviously without having the groups and stuff when I started it was very much you did feel like everyone was like an individual yeah. almost whereas now with that team aspect you've got that look after your own sort of mentality so you're like right I was once in your position being fresh two weeks in not really knowing what I was doing so it's that supporting people as much as you can to make sure that they stay and get the results that they want and the help from you so and do you think do you get a kick out of that then as well yeah a little bit a little bit, a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> um so do you know when you when you started with me what went through your do you remember that first obviously probably a walk with rob can you remember that first like traveling walking into the gym then that day yeah because i think i had an anxiety attack that day because like, so i've i literally gone to a loo before leaving and i was just like i don't know if i can do this because again, it was that coming back in after lockdown as well. Yeah. Because like I've never been overly like anxious about COVID and everything. Yeah. But it it was still that going back into a place that I knew was really busy because it had been closed. Obviously, yeah, I'd spoken to you before, but I'd never really spent any like proper one-on-one time with you. Yeah. So it was that anxious to be around a new person. But like obviously, once I got there and got settled in. I was absolutely fine. Obviously, still quite shy because I don't. They just really started to get to know you properly. Yeah. But yeah. But yeah, it was all right in the end. Just quite nerve wracking in the beginning. You've just unlocked yet another memory from 
my first day back in the gym. I'm not sure if a, tra- a PT do that day, but have I told you this story before? Yeah, it was because yeah, because I remember when I got there, you were like, "Oh, yeah, all right today," and I was like, "Yeah, had a bit of an anxiety attack early," and you were like, "Oh, I'm asking you because I had the same." Yeah, I locked myself in the toilet. I walked yeah. doors. I've not seen this many individuals in like five months. Yeah. I'm wearing a blue uniform, so every everyone thinks I'm fine with it all. I just pushed past people, went straight upstairs. I was sick, and then I locked myself in the toilet. So I was actually, I think I just got down just in time for your session because I was using my yeah. bed, session back in the gym as well. And that was by design, to be honest. It was to have someone who was anxious as well because I knew that would be your biggest barrier. So <laughs> who's my most anxious client is my logic. But... I think in telling you that you, in a weird way, you kind of just calm down instantly. Like I think yeah. you realize that yeah. you're not the only one. Yeah, you just put like, another memory a lot there. Yeah, I love myself. See, because like it's always that, like you always see that. Say if you're going out for a meal with another friend that's got anxiety and they're too scared to like order their food or something, there's something in you that automatically goes, "It's all right, I'll do it." Yeah, you start being the big boy, yeah. and yeah. in this situation, you're paying me money, and I'm supposed to be fucking chilled out in this gym, but I, I just couldn't. Like, no, yeah. look, look, I couldn't. Like, the sooner we started, it was fine, but yeah. we, we met at the foyer, and I went, yeah, I've just been sick. I've been trapped myself in the toilet past half an hour, because I got to the gym at 12 o'clock. Your session was like 12.30 or something. It was mm-hmm. exactly the one Saturday session we've ever had, yeah. Saturdays at that point. Um, I was like, yeah, I knew it, I was going to be like this, so I just sat in the toilet for half an hour. Yeah, you're like, oh, that's fine. Like that, and I was okay, like, me too. <laughs> like we mentioned, I was right, just fucking go. And then obviously did the movement analysis, which you normally do um, when you start with me, typically as well. So compared to that, to now, by now I'm going to refer to one incident about three weeks ago. I'm doing group PT at six a.m. and I see the fucking doors opening, and it's you at six in the morning on a Monday morning. So and I don't think Rob was there either. So what's it like walking to a gym now compared to what it used to be like? That morning was just because I'd finished work early. Oh yeah, <laughs> I don't know why. But... Yeah, yeah, because I managed to book it off. Do you remember that morning? My taxi didn't show up either. That's and the I put it in, Yeah, yeah, because I put it in the group chat, and and even when I got there, you were like, oh, "I didn't think you'd come because your taxi got cancelled." I was like, "No, I waited for the bus. Obviously, got in." Then yeah, it's just that you start to feel comfortable. Yeah. walking in no matter what time of day so obviously being at pure gym for quite a while now like i'm on good terms with like lisa like and millie and them lot so like i can walk in and be like oh morning you're right and like like have a quick chat with them yeah and it's knowing that there's friendly faces in there no matter what time of day as well so like i know if i did ever have an issue for whatever reason i could go and talk to someone about it while i was there and how does that how does that feel now, knowing that you're essentially in full control to an extent when you are in the gym now in regards to your confidence? Good, very good. So like I said, obviously before I wouldn't even go in the gym with Rob sometimes because I didn't like it because it was scary. Yeah. It's like I remember the first time we went in the weights room because you because you'd put a post that'd be like, Do you recognize this room? If not, you wasted <laughs> your gym membership. <laughs> And I was like, yeah, I've never seen it. And you were like, right, we're doing that on Thursday. And I was like, well, I don't know what to do. It was your third week, I remember that. I was like, what? Yeah. This area. Come on, hey, just get in there then. And then we got out and you were like, oh, what's too bad, was it? And I was like, no, hated every second of it. And do you go to the weights area alone now? Yeah. There we are. Brilliant. How does that how great does that feel? Good. Again, it's walking in and sometimes being the only female in there, surrounded by guys and god knows 
everyone else and just walking in and feeling confident enough to be in there. Yeah. And to earn it while you're in there. Yeah. That sounds pretty rewarding to me. Yeah, it is. Oh, I'm so proud of you. I really <laughs> I've got a genuinely big, big smile on my face now for anyone that can't see uh, on the recording as well. So we've kind of glossed over a little bit. We've gone from like pre, pre, pre lockdown, then back to lockdown, then this lockdown, and that lockdown. So between day one, when the gym reopened, the anxiety attack and stuff like that, to lockdown two and lockdown three, basically from April 2021 to now, you have, I'd say you put on the majority of your weight, around, around seven kilos you put on since yeah. last April. Um, what do you think you've done differently in the, in the last year? Because for a lot of women, gaining weight is hard. It's mentally it's hard, but it's also to actually do it is hard. So what do you think you've done differently since last April to, to gain them seven kilos? Obviously, just actually getting into a solid routine with training. Yeah. So obviously, I had... How long did I have off last November? I had, like, nearly three weeks off work at one point. I'm, like, booked off on holiday. And I spent, I think, like, 90% of that holiday in the gym. Yeah. And, and it was getting into that solid routine. Then, obviously, if you're working out more, you get more hungry. Because you're expelling more calories and whatnot so it's having that appetite yeah then you're just like right like i'm hungry i'm gonna eat whereas before i'd be like i'm hungry but i've already eaten this much today so i'll just eat something in the morning whereas now it's like i'm hungry i'm gonna eat something that's good though because when you started the biggest barrier was free square meals yeah. i mean every now and then it can be with how wet busy you can be kind of yeah thing, but like free square meals was your was a huge challenge for you at the start, wasn't it? Yeah. And look at you now eating three square meals, Rob's fucking meal, baked goods, cookies. While we're talking about your baking, what was your favourite thing to bake? I'm curious about this because you've made me an assortment of things at this point. That'll be my cookies. Is it the cookies? Yeah, my double chocolate cookies. And them ginger ones recently were good. Oh yeah, my gingerbread. Paige also made dog treats recently as well, which were I did at Christmas. I did number one. <laughs> I mean, everything in them was edible for humans. It was sweet so... potato, wasn't it? Is that what was in yeah, it? Yeah, it was like sweet potato, whole wheat flour, and like applesauce or something. So since your sort of weight gain, obviously, like you've, I've noticed a change in you, and I hope you don't mind me saying this, but I think the past six months or seven months, I think you've really become without sounding patronising, but more of an adult, you become obviously you, when you do move out, you grant that you do become more independent. But for anyone who is listening to this today who does live with the parents or is just moved out on their own, like we are going to go off topic of fitness here a little bit. But what's that been? How have that? How have you been able to adapt that into your routine then in living with your own now? Obviously with Rob, but yeah. So obviously, when I was at home, I'd wake up, my mum would have the tea on the table, but then obviously I'd have to sort some out for work anyway yeah. when I'd got it when I'd get in in the morning they'd all still be asleep so I'd sort myself some breakfast out and stuff and then go up to bed so like I was only really having one meal prepared for me anyway a day so yeah. I still I already had like a level of independence about me yeah because I've always been quite like mature for my age anyway so I was always I'd always cook at least one meal a week for everyone it, to be fair, it'd usually be a Thursday after our session. I'd usually go like chicken wraps or something. Yeah, which, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> which obviously for my mum took a massive weight off her not having to worry about 
cooking every single night of the week. Yeah. Which obviously made me feel good because I was helping her and I was feeding the family. So obviously when we were moving out, me and Rob made the deal of one person cooks, the other person washes up. Yeah. And I despise washing up. <laughs> so I cook like every meal. Or, I mean, yeah, we have the occasional freezer meal and stuff every now and again, like before work, because it's quick and easy. But it's usually some form of chicken or something like that. Yeah. So yeah, it was like, I already had that level of independence sort of built into me anyway. Yeah. And it was knowing that we need to be fed. We're going to work. We're going to do a nine hour heavy work night shift. So we need to be fueled up. And yeah, it was treating us to something for breakfast. And yeah, she'd already had that level of, I know how to cook. Yeah. Might as well use it a bit more. Now I'm, now we're living on our own. We've got more chance to try different recipes and stuff like that. Cause the stuff that like my sibling didn't like, or my mum wouldn't like, but me and Rob would. Yeah. And it was that effort of just cooking for the two of us sometimes when there was four of us in there, whereas now it is just the two of us. So it's a lot easier. You, you seem, your organization, I think, is on point. Like we are obviously Caesar week Sundays typically, and we do usually, if you, unless you forget, but you'll do it yourself yeah. and you won't post about it sometimes. But yeah, very regularly, you're, you're quite regimented in regards to what you're eating on this day and this day and this day. And I, I think that's probably one of your biggest strengths from day one. Mm. Your biggest strength is allowing or helping the other girls. I think your second biggest strength is your organisation skills. I think that's because obviously you've got your own sort of side hustles and stuff like that as well, yeah. which yeah. probably helps as well a little bit. That's yeah. me trying to get the plug in there. So if you want to use the plugs right now, <laughs> this is the point in time that you do. But like, I also feel like with my brain being as chaotic as it is most of the time, yeah. if I don't plan and organise, I'll often get busy doing something and I'll literally forget to eat. Yeah. And then I'll just be like, uh, I'll just have a couple of bags of crisps or something. Yeah. So it's like, I know if I've got something planned, my whole day sort of revolves around making sure I've finished that plan. Yeah. We're going to go down an angle that I didn't plan because you've, yeah. you've not, that I am aware of because I'm very well aware of this, but, <laughs> but um, obviously you, you do have ADHD and yes. it can, obviously it's a barrier. Do you know what I mean? Mm, yeah. For anyone who wants to start a fitness journey today, keep in mind when you're saying this, you are not a qualified expert in ADHD. You're not the queen of what's right and what's wrong. But for anyone that does have ADHD, like what would you recommend or what would you try, sort of any sort of inspiration for them that, that does want to make a change in regards to their fitness then? So I always see things where it's like, oh, you have ADHD, have you tried a planner? And I'm like, yeah, it don't work for it. But I found especially with regards to like a work and a days off kind of balance, literally writing a list of the things that I want to get done while I'm off yeah. to, to me really helps because then I can see it on paper, see what needs doing, not like allocate certain days to it to be like, right on Tuesday, I need to get this done, this done, this done, on Wednesday, I need to get this done, this done, this done. It's just writing a few things that need doing and then just that satisfaction of ticking it off. Yeah. It's real nice. <laughs> Especially like it's obviously in your notes folder or like an iPhone, you can do it as, as like a list thing where you can actually press the button and then it moves to the bottom of the list and it's done. Yeah. Like just seeing that is quite satisfying and then knowing that, right, that's one thing done, it's out of your mind. Because again, if I don't write stuff down or ask Rob to remind me, I'll just forget. Yeah. So it's like last night when we were doing tea. 
something needs, needed to be in the oven for like 15 minutes. So I put it on for eight minutes to do it for like halfway. And yeah. I was like, right, I'm telling you, it's seven minutes next time. So then as soon as the oven went off, it was like seven minutes, which is, you, it's little things like that. Like even just getting, maybe telling someone else what your plans are for the week and then getting them to check in with you at the end of the week, being like, oh, did you manage to get this done? It's just, yeah, it all comes back to that sort of like accountability. Yeah. How, that's the big word of the day, really, isn't it? Accountability. Yeah. I'd say so anyway. But yeah, also when you say this, like we know that you're qualified in a sense because you experience it on a daily basis. Hmm. You're not a therapist or a doctor. Like yeah. in case I need to say that, I underline <laughs> any kind of advice page. Disclaimer. <laughs> Yeah, but I think that's solid advice, though, isn't it? Like, obviously, look behind me. Obviously, people can't see this, but I've got my... It's not a to-do list. It's more my goals for the year, but I've got my whiteboard up now. Um, my gym wanker card. Yes, I do. That's <laughs> thing. So, Rackets didn't see the word gym wanker on the video recording. <laughs> so, I had to move that to the left slightly. So, again, I'm talking about the office now. By the way, the wallpaper paint was chosen by Paige while we're it talking was. about the office. But... Uh, for a year anniversary, Paige got me a card that says Jim Wanker. Last week I had to do, I had to, well, I wanted to do part of my to-do list for the year was to do a business-based seminar. And because it's the corporate world and I was on Zoom, I didn't really want the words Jim Wanker right behind my head as I'm trying to convince these people that I'm an adult who knows their stuff. So I had to move it out of the way for professionalism purposes. Shift it ever so slightly. There's a card below it that said, did I fight in this card from Hannah Darville as well. So below that card is another card that I didn't really want to see in as well. Yeah, you just, yeah, I just saw that then. But yes, I've got my goals for the year, which is something a bit similar. Like, I've got that constantly reminding me, like, you've got to fucking do this because you, you've got you've got stuff to do, Brendan. And obviously, ticking off that business seminar last week, that was rewarding as well. And yeah. that helped. You've seen my handwriting, it's terrible, but like... <laughs> a two-year-old could write better, Brendan. At the bottom of a really <laughs> small lane to drive, like, it's right at the bottom of my Squished in at the bottom. But yes, obviously, mentioned the ADHD stuff, but that is... It's something you face every day. It's something that is going to get... I wouldn't say in the way because you've not let... Any of your, like, regards to your mental health, you've not really let it define you. Mm. I think there's times where you do worry a little too much, but you're going to, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I was trying to get you to to embrace Leeds. Remember the other week, literally, time recording. <laughs> Storm, literary Eunice, was it? Whatever it was called. Page one of them, yeah. Leeds whilst I'm in Scotland. I'm just trying to tell us, enjoy it. Just fucking enjoy it for what it is. Do you know what I mean? And I was trying to get you to... And I'm like, I want to go on! <laughs> like, I was trying to... Like, every now and then, I think you do get quite sort of caught up in worrying, but yeah. you still don't let it define you, I think. And, no. it's, and I think that says something about your character, that like you could have got two months into the gym when you still wasn't training on your own in the gym. You still was only training in PT sessions. Um, and eight weeks in, you could have given up. And yeah. if I'm being honest, like, I wouldn't have been surprised. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, it was yeah. just one of those... But you didn't. Do you know what I mean? And you could have gave up a lockdown three when I thought he was going to give up and you didn't. Don't worry, I do have a high opinion of that. That's <laughs> good, <laughs> sir. But, like, I, I think it's a strength of character. Like, I've rarely ever seen you give up on stuff. Even when an exercise is too hard, or, like, you always want to make it harder, even though it might be too hard for you. Like, I've had to slow you down sometimes as well. Like, I think that is in your nature to try and be as hard working as possible. You've not let any barriers that you do have or perceived barriers that you do have to, to get you to get in the way which is why you've been able to gain what you've gained over the past year i'm not talking what she fucking wage stands on the scale i'm talking about the the, the rack pulls i'm talking about 
you recognise and you've got glutes now. Do you know what I mean? That's a huge step for you to to recognise your body's changing. I think it's a big yeah. step because I don't think you like to give yourself credit as well. Yeah. And when you send me that every now and then, I'm like, hey, go on, Paige. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And that's that's becoming more common. Not that you're becoming big-headed, but it's lovely to see. And yeah. um, this is why I wanted you on the podcast. I've wanted you on the podcast for a while, but again, I didn't think you'd be up for this. I'm, I'm glad that you have been on it. Um, what advice would you give to someone who hasn't got a coach, who wants to start eating healthier and wants to move the body more? So fuck getting a PT, but I'll ask about that in a second. What's the biggest piece of advice that you'd give them? Don't give up. Because if, like, if something's not working, like if you've tried loads of stuff and something's not working, something's clearly not right and it needs to change. Yeah. So it's looking into different things. Like say you've tried, I don't know, Slimming World and that crap and all that stuff. <laughs> Like if it's not working, look at something else. Yeah. And that's the problem. Like a lot of people will try one thing or try two things and be like, oh, it's not working, so I give up. But like there's more than two options. Yeah. Yeah, it's just looking at the different resources that are at hand and giving them all a go. Because if you really want to see results and stuff, it's worth putting that effort in and trying different things. And on to the, the next sort of point here. Um why do you think somebody should or would join Find Fitness? It's having that friendly face as well that you go and see every week. Like, we'll, we'll not see each other for a week or just in passing. And then it's that we can start a conversation that we started last week. Like, we can just pick it back up. But then it's having fun and having, again, almost like a fitness tool right there. But if you've got any questions... Or anything like that you can literally just ask you and you'll have more knowledge than the generic online plans or exercises you can get than like those crappy bullshit chris hemsworth fitness apps that'll take three to five days to get back to you about a question like yeah. if i message you with a question or ask you in personal even if you don't know there and then you'll be like i'll have a look and i'll message you later it's having that yeah, that like immediate sort of contact that if you do need any help or just anything you're stuck on, you can literally ask and you be like, oh, it's this. Yeah. Or have you tried this? I'm like, oh, no, I'll go and try it. And, and what do you think sets Fine Fitness apart from, we'll say like apps and stuff, but what do you think sets Fine Fitness apart from personal training from maybe somebody else? It's got to be the community between us all. Because again, it's that you've got everyone else around you within a group that are basically all there for the same reason, whether it's for weight loss or to turn up or, yeah, gain muscle, gain weight, to fit in a wedding dress. Like, you're all there to be part of a fitness community. And, yeah, just all sort of share that same journey, share what you're all going through. And, again, with the group chats, help each other. Like that. Whereas you wouldn't get that if you went to... Again, just like a standard PT that just treats everyone as like a one-to-one -one sort of thing. You get that interaction with other people that are, yeah, they're kind of doing the same thing as you. But you're going to make me cry today. <laughs> again, again, you did it on my end of year thing, didn't you? Yeah, it's uh, what page is just referring to there, the end of year review last year. So we've got our goals set for the full year ahead. All of them, so that's work, finance, personal, fitness, the lot. 
Um, and there's a little section similar to what I just asked her there. And that wasn't me trying to set you up to make you brothers <laughs> and kill me ego, but um, yeah, you said something really nice on that. Well, I don't want to talk, but that was a bit too, like, it was too much, man. It was too much. And I started crying while reading a voice note back to it. I was like, fucking hell. Maybe I was, I was like, just... oh, you're going to make me cry. Yeah. And then I heard your voice go. I was like, oh, Brendan. I said to with all sorts of damn voice note, didn't I? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't see where we can... I think that's a nice little sort of bow on the end of all this today. Um, I think this is the longest client hot seat, I think, so far. Who knew that Paige would be a gobshite? Knew it was going to happen today. <laughs> the moment we got you started, I knew once we get going, we were going. Um, what, do you have any sort of final messages for anybody listening to this today for whether all the topics we've discussed or just in anything about yourself or what would you like to, to end this podcast on? Any particular notes at all? Again, I think coming back to the... Like if no matter what you're trying, if it doesn't seem to be working, give something else a go. And if you're not sure, look into getting a personal trainer or getting advice from someone that knows what they're doing. Because again, you're gonna get more help and insight from them than you would from anything else, really. So it's just that if you want to focus on yourself and put that investment into yourself and your body and your fitness, it is worth looking into a personal trainer. Oh, what, what a nice... Ah, yeah. <laughs> so, Paige has side hustles galore. So, please get your apps. So, what is your Instagram? Let everyone know. All my socials are at 10 the page UK, spelled P A I G E. I was going to say, get the spelling right. You say it's Paige. I was about to say, yeah. It's <laughs> When I saw that, I was like, yeah, I like that. I like that. <laughs> Let's speak about your side hustles before I go. So, what have you got going on right now? Because I am losing count. <laughs> <laughs> I've got my toadstools going on at the minute. I make little clay toadstools that all the money that I earn from them is going towards funding a private NHS, not not a private NHS, a private, <laughs> a, a, never mind, a private ADHD diagnosis because the wait list on the NHS is about four years at the minute, which is a bit ridiculous. Um, I do my baking. That I'm looking at starting to sell and ship out or something. Can't think. Obviously, I do my artwork and stuff. I'm. I haven't really been doing many commissions lately, but all my stuff's always, all, always available. If anyone's like, "Oh, I like that. I want to buy it." I'm like, "Cool. Give me your money." <laughs> Am I right in thinking I was the last person to commission anything? Uh, I think so. So, if anyone sees my progress, I might have had one since. So if anyone sees yeah, my pictures, the little drawing of Brendan uh, is by Paige. It's a little cartoon yeah. of Brendan. Uh, we might have to commission another one, as I said the other week to you, because Shannon needs a little drawing of hair as well, don't we? Yes. We'll need to expand the little drawing family in there as well a little bit. But yeah, so we'll finish on the side hustles, like some people follow you. And uh, yeah, I've absolutely loved this. This has been exactly what I thought it was going to be and more. I think we took subjects a little bit that I didn't expect, as, even though I, sh I should have expected, but... I think we've touched subjects a bit more than we would have typically for a client hot seat. And you've not just sat there and kissed my ass for an hour as well, which is probably a delight to everyone because they listen to me all the time. So yeah, this has been episode 30 of the Find Fitness podcast and I'll see you all later.